Welcome to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of FlagandBanner.com. Through storytelling and conversational interviews, this weekly radio show offers listeners firsthand insight into starting and running a business, the ups and downs of risk-taking, and the commonalities of successful people. Connect with Carrie through her candid and informative weekly blog, where you'll read and may comment on her chronicling of life as an entrepreneur. And now it's time for Carrie McCoy to get all up in your business. Thank you, Chris. Like Chris said, I'm Carrie McCoy, and it's time for me to get up in your business. I just put all those really tricky words in the opening there, like chronicling. I saw that. I was kind of going like, oh. Yeah, that's a trick. I see if you can do that. <laughs> I should have proofread. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, professional over there. He doesn't think he needs to do any of that. Before we start, I want to introduce the people at the table. We have who you just heard from and who I was just giving a hard time to. Chris Cannon, my co-host, who will be managing the board. He'll be taking your calls, and he's keeping it real. Say hello, Chris. Hello. And recording our show today to make a podcast available next week is our technician, Jason Malik from Arise Studio in Conway, Arkansas. He's bringing a lot of professionalism down here. We've got uh, sound boards. What's that thing he's got up behind us? That is called a sound wall. we got a sound wall. Kind of to buffer the sound in here. First time I've ever seen that. Um, if right now you're sitting at your computer, you might want to watch us live on flagandbanner.com's Facebook page. It's kind of fun to see what goes on behind the scenes, and you can see my guest waving to the guys behind the wall. Uh, it's reality radio, you know, just keeping it real. It's my favorite way to go. If for some reason you miss any part of this show or want to hear it again, there's a way, and Chris is going to tell you how. Listen to all UIYB interviews by going to flagandbanner.com and clicking on Radio Show. There you'll find our podcast and links to resources you heard on each show. Stay up to date by joining our email list or like us on Facebook to get an early sneak peek of each week's upcoming guest. Thank you, Chris. This show up in your business with Carrie McCoy began as a platform for me, a small business owner and a guest to pay forward our experiential knowledge in a conversational way. Originally, my team and I thought it would appeal to entrepreneurs and want to be entrepreneurs, but it seems to have a wider audience appeal because after all, who isn't inspired by everyday people's American-made stories? It's no secret that successful people work hard, but another common trait is underneath their exterior is the heart of a teacher. They're good at communicating and they love paying forward their knowledge. Another discovery I find interesting is that most of my guests have a spiritual bent. They believe in a higher power, thus enabling them to be risk takers. And last, this next discovery really caught me by surprise, and that is the, the consideration that business, 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 business in of itself is creative. My guest today, Mr. Creighton Rawls, is a creative, self-proclaimed jack-of-all-trades. After graduating from the Walton College of Business at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, he sowed his young career oats traveling, waiting tables, and photographing whitewater in Colorado before coming back to Arkansas and joining the family business of overseeing condominium sales and retail rentals at Pyramid Place in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. Pyramid Place, once known as the Pyramid Building, is located on 2nd Street and was built in 1906 and, are you ready for this, was Arkansas's first skyscraper, standing a whopping 
10 stories high, and at the time, causing quite a stir to passerbyers who openly fretted for the safety of the workers. And it was written about in the Arkansas Democrat. <laughs> the history of this building is fascinating, and I'll let Creighton tell us all about it. It's a pleasure to welcome to the table a family friend and jack-of-all-trades, Mr. Creighton Rawls. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I met your sister. I've seen this before we went on. I met your sister Jen first. She's a friend of my daughter's. I met your brother Raleigh second. He's a friend of my daughter's. I met your Barbara next. She worked on the Clinton administration, uh, Clinton campaign, right? She did. That's correct. And so she's a friend of my mother-in-law's. And Hi, then mom. I met you. Oh, there. Say it again. <laughs> I got it in early. Hi, mom. Um, let's talk about your family a little bit because sure. you have a very modern and a very blended family like so many people today do. Tell us about your childhood a little bit, what it was like growing up. Well, I, I grew up, up here in, in I grew up here in Little Rock, yes. Um, spent my uh, my whole youth in Little Rock. Uh, grew up in West Little Rock. Um, you know, we would we would rarely venture downtown. You know, I'm I'm, I'm Pretty young, 42, but uh, you know, back in the 80s, um, people didn't really come downtown much. So I didn't even know how wonderful downtown was until we would come to farmers markets, and I guess we used to have hoop fest. And you know, my father worked almost close to downtown, and then my mother, when she uh, became a partner at Baird Kurtz and Dobson, um, they were uh, located in what's now the Union Plaza building, and uh, that was a, the, the first. Uh, skyscraper experience that I really had. I think that was on like the 16th floor. And then they moved over to the, uh, what, what then was first commercial bank building, which is now the Regents building. And of course, up on the top floor, they've got the Little Rock Club, which and I think back, they used to be called Jock and Suzanne's. There was a restaurant up there. Mm -hmm. And you could see forever. So I've always loved, uh, loved tall buildings and loved downtowns and urban living. But, you know, back to my, my youth and growing up, uh, you know, we did have a mixed and fairly, I don't know if it was modern family, but, you know, mom and dad both worked and were both professionals. And, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was I a great... your dad was in the military. He, he worked downtown? He was in the military. My, my dad had an interesting uh, life and career. So he was in the military. He went to West Point, graduated in 1955. And um, he ended up getting a PhD at, I think, George Washington University while he was serving at the Pentagon during the Vietnam War and after uh, he passed out, uh, you know, was passed up so many times, I think for like Colonel or something like that, he ended up becoming a college professor. Um, wow, really? So he was a professor of economics at the University of Arkansas. And um, that's where I think he and my mother met in Fayetteville. And then they ended up getting married in 1975. And, and he moved to Little Rock. He commuted for a while and still taught. And then he started a business as a um, economic consultant for attorneys. So he would do expert witness work, valuation on lost property, whether that's human property or, or real physical property. What an interesting guy. I did not know that about your father. Yes. He died early too. He did. How Ca were you? Cancer got him. I was in high school. I, I was 13 years old. What a critical. And uh, yeah, cancer sucks, but mm -hmm. yeah. And that long ago, it was not as, the survival rate was not as good. No, and he had uh, melanoma, so skin, skin cancer. So it was, and I think it was carcinoma or one of the nomas that are really mean nomas. So it was a less survivable cancer. Was he, uh, did, was he out in the desert or anything for his work in the military? Do you think of the exposure to the military? Was he ever out in the field? <laughs> well, he was, but, in, you know, I don't think people really uh, lathered up much with sunscreen back, uh, then. back then. So um, I'm a very big proponent of it. 
are. <laughs> yeah, um, my, my children don't go outside unless there's So your covered. mother remarried? She did. She did. She uh, she married my, my stepfather, uh, James Freeman. He's a, he's a nice gentleman. And then... Uh, did you did they have did you get a half brother out of that or did you just gain step? Well, I gra- the, Jen and Jen and Michael are, are are my two my two step steps. Yeah, and uh, and then Raleigh uh, is Raleigh is my brother. Yeah. Okay, so let me see if I got this right. So because I know your whole family. So so my my mother and father, mm-hmm. Raleigh and I, mm-hmm. and then Jen and Michael, my stepfather James and my mother. Okay, so there's four of you. There's four of us. Well, three now. Two his, two hers. Yes, and we've lost my younger brother. And then recently, mm-hmm. our, your brother, my our, our family friend, Raleigh, passed away. That's yeah. not been very long ago. Mm, it will be four years this year. He's pretty young. He's a pretty young guy. He was. Um, Great person. He was. And you work with your sister, I think. I do. It's a family business that we have now, and uh, it's been interesting. I've had a lot of uh, work experiences in my life, and... Uh, family businesses are pretty awesome, but they're also, as you know, I mean, it's it's an adventure every day, right? It, all business is an adventure. It's why true. I love it. True, it's why yes. I love it. It's problem solving 101. What I did learn, though, is don't firefight. Be proactive and know what's coming before it gets there. I don't like that firefight. Putting out fires is tough. That's the part I don't like. It's tough. I like kind of forecasting. The men and women that fight fires, ask them. It's real tough. (laughs) Do you you ever get to meet them? Do you ever have a fire alarm go off every so often? Oh, yeah, they come down. As a building owner? Yeah, they come down all the time and check it out. (laughs) They really just come down to see the Dreamland Ballroom. All the fire guys are like, you know, we got to make calls this afternoon. Let's go down to the Dreamland Ballroom and walk around. It's a cool little building. I'm surprised they don't do that at your pyramid place. They they actually came and uh, we... we, we had a little party going on and, and uh, one of our um, apartments got pretty full. This was only about three weeks ago, maybe. And uh, somebody accidentally hit the stove and there was a piece of paper on it and it kind of caught on fire. Oh, and so, so the alarm went off at about 9 p.m. on a Friday night. So one of your residents was having a party. They were, which is, it so, happens every so often. Yeah, yeah. people party, that's great. That's and uh, so fire department came and we went to investigate the fire and the uh, one of the young ladies asked if they were the strippers. <laughs> and, uh, and so, I love her. And so I did too, and I thought that was great. But kudos to our to our Laroque Fire Department uh, gentlemen that came. They started to strip, so they did not follow through completely with it. But they did give. They started. They started to go with the flow of the show. So. So they had a fun time. They do a really good job, and they are when they show up, they are hundred percent engaged. If there really is a fire, we're going to be fine. Yeah, that's good. So they do much better than well, than I do at putting out fires. In the next as a segment, we're going to talk about how your building, when it was built, was was boasting about being fireproof, which I think is really they were, it's the technology. It was state of the art technology for being fireproof. At least that's what they put in the paper in 1907 when they were opening the doors. But we're, that's the next segment. Let's talk about you going to college. So I didn't yes. realize your daddy was an economics professor at college. Is that why you went to Fayetteville and why you studied at so, the Walton School of Business? Well, you know, I um, I got my undergraduate degree at University of Central Arkansas, and uh, I had always wanted. Oh, I thought to, you went to Fayetteville. I, I got my graduate degree at Fayetteville. Oh, I'm with you. And uh, I had always wanted to go to the University of Arkansas, and um, I don't think I was I had enough self discipline to go as an undergraduate. Mm-hmm. I'd probably still be trying to get my my undergraduate degree I agree. today. I'm, I'm with you. I understand. But um, but. When I did decide that that, uh, that it would be a good idea to get a graduate degree in, in business, um, it's a top-notch institution, and uh, it's a great, great 
university and, and I'm a proud supporter of it. Um, yeah, you are. You're hot. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I do sit on the Dean's Academic Advisory Council at the Walton College and we meet twice a year and uh, it's a great, great group of professionals. And, um, of a teacher. and you know, I've, I've thought long and hard about maybe who knows five seven years from now if if, if if phd would be something i'd be interested in but you know my hands are full right now so so you got um, two babies but yeah and I'd, I'd love to teach i mean i think it, it'd be i, I don't know I'd, I'd love teaching people every day something and so if you had a curriculum to deliver to young people and maybe impact their lives on top of that i think there's a, a great ability to do something with I don't know to carry forward with your life. I know a lot about you. So I, I, I guess I've got time. an altruistic streak that I try to, you know, not not use too much. So you graduated from college, didn't use your degree, went to work. Initially, I didn't use my. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think I've used my degrees. I learned a lot, mm -hmm. but. You went to you went and photograph. I did take white. photographs of Whitewater. That was what was the wonderful. name of the river you were on? It was, they were the the. I think it's called the Payette or Payette. It's in. It, they're up in Idaho. There's a oh, there's a, there's a group up there in Idaho mm -hmm. and uh, right north of Boise. Uh, some amazing whitewater. And um, did you leave tours? No, no. A, a, a friend of mine, a family friend, he uh, he graduated from college and and um, got a little bit of seed money. And this was in, I want to say like 2001 or two. And so digital cameras, nice digital cameras were just a big thing. And he, he figured out a need that people were coming doing tours and none of the companies were taking photographs on these rivers and they were pumping people through. So he figured out if he took photos or if we took photos and ran thumb drives up and down the river system to the store at the end and then caught people coming out of the water and said, hey, come down here and take a look and brought them thumbnails that they would and sure enough, they stopped and would buy $30 photographs and we'd print them out and cut them out. How long did you do that? We did that for a whole summer. It was a lot of fun. And then, and awesome. I like, I like kayaking and the outdoors. So I mean, it was a pretty, it was, it was a, it was kind of a dream job for a, you for a young hobby? man. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot, a what lot of fun. What made you decide to come back to Little Rock? Well, you know, a bit, this is a long story coming back to Little Rock. Uh, after I got married, my wife and I, we moved to Seattle and then um, to Spokane, Washington. And I wanted to come back to Little Rock after our first daughter was born um, to be closer to my mother and, um, and you know, have the grandparent experience. And we had already been out in Washington for a long period of time. And, and uh, that's how we came back. We missed our folks. I mean, our peoples, like we're from Arkansas and we wanted to be home. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're very glad that we made that decision. We loved it out in the Pacific Northwest, don't get me wrong, but this is where we're from. Mm -hmm. this, this is a great place to take a break. When uh, we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Creighton Rawls, owner and overseer of Pyramid Place in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. We'll talk about the history of the Pyramid Building, Little Rock's first skyscraper, learn about the business of Airbnb, a business that many of you might be interested in learning. We'll talk about art because on the first floor of Pyramid Place is an art gallery. We'll have him describe his mother's love of art and the gallery where she sells it. And last, this one cracks me up. His ambulance. That's right, you heard me. His ambulance. It's an ambulance that he bought and has converted into a Razorback tailgating mecca. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of flagandbanner.com. Over 40 years ago, with only $400, Carrie founded Arkansas Flag and Banner. 
During the last four decades, the business has grown and changed, starting with door-to-door -door sales, then telemarketing to mail order and catalog sales. And now, a third of their sales come through the internet. And this past year, Flag & Banner added another internet feature, live chatting. Over time, Carrie's business and leadership knowledge grew. As early as 2004, she began sharing her knowledge in her week, weekly blog. And then in 2009, she founded the nonprofit Friends of Dreamland Ballroom. And then in 2004, starting an in-house publication called Brave Magazine, whose next issue is slated for October 2018. Today, she has branched out into radio with this very production, podcast, and live streaming on Facebook. Each week on this show, you'll hear candid conversations between her and her guests about real-world experiences on a variety of businesses and topics that we hope you'll find interesting and inspiring. If you would like to ask Carrie a question or share your story, send an email to questions with an S at upyourbusiness.org. That's questions at upyourbusiness.org or send her a message on flagandbanner.com's Facebook page. Want to create excitement for your business or event? Do it with affordable advertising from Arkansas's flagandbanner.com. We have teardrop banners, retractable banners, and table drapes. We have street pole banners, museum and exhibit banners. We have custom flags, event tents, tailgating poles, auto graphics, and window scrims. And don't forget, welcome home and sale banners. Consult the experts at Arkansas's flagandbanner.com. Go online for a free quote or drop by our historic showroom at 800 West 9th Street in Little Rock. You're listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of flagandbanner.com. Over 40 years ago, with only $400, Carrie founded Arkansas Flag and Banner. During the last four decades, the business has grown and changed, starting with door-to-door -door sales, then telemarketing to mail order and catalog sales. And now, a third of their sales come through the internet. And this past year, Flag & Banner added another internet feature, live chatting. Over time, Carrie's business and leadership knowledge grew. As early as 2004, she began sharing her knowledge in her week, weekly blog. And then in 2009, she founded the nonprofit Friends of Dreamland Ballroom. And then in 2004, starting an in-house publication called Brave Magazine, whose next issue is slated for October 2018. Today, she has branched out into radio with this very production, podcast, and live streaming on Facebook. Each week on this show, you'll hear candid conversations between her and her guests about real-world experiences on a variety of businesses and topics that we hope you'll find interesting and inspiring. If you would like to ask Carrie a question or share your story, send an email to questions with an S at upyourbusiness.org. That's questions at upyourbusiness.org. Or send her a message on flagandbanner.com's Facebook page. You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy. I'm speaking today with Creighton Rawls, owner and overseer of Pyramid Place in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. Before the break, we talked about Creighton's life. He's got a modern, blended family. We talked about some of the losses he had with his family and how he wanted to come back to his family that's still alive. And I think that, I really just think that makes your family seem almost more important to you because you feel like 
you, you understand how <clears throat> one day it can all be just taken away so quickly. Sure. If you yeah. haven't kind of lived through that, sometimes you don't you don't realize until you get older. You yeah. Know. Sure. Loss is uh, loss is never fun, whatever it is, right? That's right. But, but you get through it, and then I think you grow and, from it. And you learn, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we talked. Or about you that. can. I mean, you can. Right? Or you can get stuck. Yeah, uh, and stuck. then uh, and then now you went white water rafting. We for your that. profession now you're back home and you are uh taking care of the pyramid place which your mother bought so let's just talk a little bit about so some of the cool i do stuff. want to clarify for okay. our for our listeners my, okay. my family owns the building right. i i don't have any money so don't don't think that um i just <laughs> okay. i just take i just take orders I, well you sound you like know. my son he walked in the other day and i said what are you i asked him something and he said I just do what I'm told. You tell me what to do. My wife tells me what to do. I just do what I'm told. It's easy that way. <laughs> I said, God, you're young. You've already been trained. You've only been married three months and you're already saying that. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a safe few years of grief. Right <laughs> yeah. So, as you know, I love old buildings. And your building is older you do. than mine. Is yours, ours? I didn't. When is, how old's yours? 1916. And oh, yours yeah. is yours 1906. Is, yours is a baby. Oh, I know. Um, it was built by Judge William Mamaduke Cavanaugh. Is That's that who Cavanaugh, the street in Arkansas, in Little Rock, has been named after? That's my guess. It's spelled the same, so it'd be pretty coincidental otherwise. But And he owns Southern Trust Company. That's right. And when I went to the Arkansas Encyclopedia page and read about your building, if anybody wants to do that, there's an Arkansas Encyclopedia page about it. I thought it was interesting that when he bought that building, or he bought the land to build it for his Southern Trust Company, he decided to just start a southern construction company. That's pretty and, smart. And was his own contractor. That's pretty smart. Uh, I thought this was cool too. You're just you're. I'm, t I'm telling everything about your building like I'm an expert, but it was. You, you, you know almost more than I do. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I kind of wondered about that. Uh, <laughs> architect George Mann. I do know about the man, Mr. Mann, and the man building and. His Where's other the work. man building? The man building is Samantha's. Are you familiar with? Yeah. Not to plug another business. That's right. Samantha's. <laughs> Wonderful yeah. restaurant. Wonderful restaurant downtown on Main Street. That's the man building. That's the man building. I, I assume the same man. If it's, are there two ends there? Yeah, two yeah. ends. Got to be the same guy. And then the Boyle building. He built that one. Mm -hmm. That well, was that was after the the. What about the he Southern did the Arkansas State Capitol building? Did, yeah, that was one of them too. Yeah, that, <laughs> we're talking about these other ones. Well, he did the State Capitol. He did a pretty good job. It's, it's modeled after Washington, D.C. It's beautiful. I like the doors a lot. Yeah. I like old doors. I have a like, <laughs> weird thing with the old, beautiful, cladded what are those? metal doors, those gold the gold doors, doors. Mm -hmm. that you see on a lot of the, the state, well, some of the state buildings. And, you know, they probably, most of them have probably been taken over the years if it wasn't the Capitol, you know. But yeah. if there were any of those on any of the old buildings, oh, they're yeah, probably they were gone. They stripped everything out of my building when I, when I bought it. Us too. How about you? Yeah. Oh. Well, a, parts of it, I think, were taken. Um, a lot of it's intact, to be honest with you. I think more so than a lot of other buildings. It's uh, And I think part of that's because it's always been occupied. So mm -hmm. it's never been on, it, it's never been vacant since it opened. Mm -hmm. There's always been a tenant. It'd be hard to go in there and raid the fixtures there's a big vault door that i don't know where it went but i think it's well before our time well that brings me to a great thing i read did you find the vault door no oh, but okay. i read this it said so that this is what the gazette said about your building early interpretation of glass and steel design concept i think it was one of the first steel skeletal framings it was the first or it was the first at least here in arkansas electric elevators mail chutes, state-of-the-art 
fireproofing technology that we talked about in the first break. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Con concrete. Is that right? And steel, maybe? I don't know. All of it, that's exactly what but it was. And here's it's hard one. to burn that down. Have you heard this one before? It boasted it was burglar-proof, burglar fireproof, and mob-proof vaults. No, I've never heard that. That's awesome. It's on the encyclopedia. Mob, what's the difference between burglars and mobsters? We're going to get in trouble, probably. <laughs> well, I know we're going to get shot. <laughs> but uh, burglar-proof, fireproof, and mob-proof vaults. So you're talking about the vault. Do you think that's what they're talking about? Because you, you can't. Yes. So we now we do still have uh, the, the, the large vault that we believe was in the teller, like the bank lobby is still there and intact. And so if you there's Hanaru Sushi bar there, uh, there's one door on the there first floor of your on the building? first floor in the lobby. Yes, you can actually come see the old vault doors are still there and uh, they're huge. But the one in the basement, which I, I think it's all gilded and, and whatnot. And I'm pretty sure that that was where the safety deposit boxes were kept. And that door is not there. The inner doors are still there. And we, and we keep it locked and use it for some storage. But so, I mean, in but the somebody basement, stole the big, huge. I don't even know how they would have gotten it out. Door. They probably sold it. You can't steal that. You well, they probably chopped it apart and, and sold it. That's my guess. Taking a week to get it out of there, probably. Probably. So you think because it was built by an insurance company that they probably kept all their money in there? Yes. Yeah. Well, it was a bank and then an insurance company, so there was a lot of cash at some point, and who knows, maybe precious metals. I'm not sure. In the basement, the vault is still, there's still a big vault down there. There's a huge vault in the basement. And there's a, How big? Mm, about 400 square feet. That's why I think it was safety deposit boxes. There are two vaults. That's, that's like a walk-in vault. It is. There are two vaults in our basement. Both of them you can walk into. And then there's one vault up on the uh, lobby level as well. But the one on the lobby level's got missing. No, it's got its original doors. You can actually, somebody's put glass on the inside. You can, you can see all the moving parts. You need to go and, see all that if you come visit you? You can. I'll show it to you. Yes. I, I have that. to open the door up, but then you can see on the inside. It's it really locked? cool. No, we've got the combination. It functions. We have. We actually have artwork inside of that, like it's fine pieces of art. Store. Yes, inside of there, and it's definitely fireproof. It's all cinder blocked, and I mean, it's it's pretty solid. I think that's called mob proof It's about the size of my apartment. <laughs> Is that right? Well, 400 square feet? Yeah, it's maybe two of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the size of your bedroom. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's see. Uh, I want, and then I wrote down the designs, and I don't know what this means. Classical revival style. Mm -hmm. Vertical columns. Yes. Stone cornices. Mosaic yes. white tiles. White marble baseboards, which I've seen. U-shaped mm -hmm. design to maximize the natural lighting and the fresh air circulation which is really neat so as, as we've um, as we've done some demo and uncovered some of the old uh heritage and pieces of the building i guess we we found where on the columns they had installed plugs to plug fans in higher up i guess for the summertime to circulate the air and then all the windows opened in that horseshoe shape and they still do we can let fresh air anytime in anytime we all want the to windows work. all the windows in the building work that's very unusual um which is it's really cool, actually. Are they new or old? Uh, the windows are new. Uh, uh, I think 2014. Oh, they They were replaced. So we've got great windows, but they still all open. We wanted to make sure they still mm -hmm. opened. Um, you know, if I mean, you can get great drafts there in the summertime. I think that's why it was built that way. And and uh, I read something. Now I don't. I didn't go on your the same page, but I use that uh, newspapers.com. Mm -hmm. And so I've read some old articles ab about the building and, and um, there were people that would even stay there instead of their apartment houses because it was 
cooler in the summertime higher up so they would sleep in their offices and, and there were porters back in the, the day and then i've also read that um, you know they had elevator operators to operate the elevators and, and uh, dogs were not allowed on the elevator apparently <laughs> i saw that somewhere <laughs> apparently i guess it was or Take else the they wouldn't have. yeah right <laughs> so um, anyway, that talks about the air coming through. So the U shape, it's pretty unique. People get lost in the building all the time because it's not a square building. So I was lost there. You had to keep showing me around. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was U shape. It is. It's That's like a little horseshoe. What's in this? What's in the center? Um, the center's open all the way down to the. There's a roof on the uh, lobby level that uh, that's there, which is where some of our mechanicals on top of that I was roof. Say, probably hide stuff there. We hide stuff there. That's what I. Would there think. used to be a lot of pigeons there. They don't come back anymore. Well, that's hard to get done. All right, so it opened in 1907. Correct. That's what they tell me. At three o'clock in the afternoon. It was to fanfare, apparently. Over, they said thousands of people. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean two thousand? Does that mean one thousand? All they said on the paper. <clears throat> thousands of people. That's a lot. I don't even know how many people were in Arkansas, in Little Rock in 1906 to have thousands of people come down to the opening. It's a spectacle. And it went, people continued to come till past midnight. Mm -hmm. and, and, and in horse and buggies, out in midnight. Which is outstanding to, to see it. Just to see this, this new, amazing structure in, in Little Rock, Arkansas. That was something they'd never seen before. Yeah. Little Rock was happening, it still is. It's, that's what you think. Especially over in your block. Yeah, right. But you you do think that. You do believe in, in uh, Arkansas and what's happening. Absolutely. Um, and when that building was built, it, it kind of made the whole area, the district was dubbed the Wall Street District of Little Rock, which led to other high rises coming down, down there. And it's had lots of owners. I even kind of tried to list all the owners because my building, I don't know if it had lots of owners or not. I know that when I bought it, the title was a mess. I've heard you say that, that you had to... Detangle so all of it. The I don't know that any of them that. owned it, but everybody, <laughs> everybody had a dog lean. had a lane on it. Stop suffering. They're not paying their bills. How do you free that up? You hire a lawyer. Is that that's the easy way? <laughs> I have no idea. Right. And it takes about six months. Okay. Because you have to notice every you know, notify everybody that has a lean on it and ask them if they still want the lean. And of course, all the people are dead. The U.S. government and right. the state of Arkansas both had a lean on it. And they forgave them, or did you have to I give them the money? I guess they were so grateful that I bought the dad gun <laughs> thing. They were like, just give it to her. Now, they no. probably can't even remember what the lean was for. Probably back taxes, I'm sure. Now, I love... Can I ask questions sure. for you, too? Oh, yeah, come Okay, on. so it's... Uh, you obviously have fallen in love with this old building of yours. Mm -hmm. Old man, old buildings. Yeah, what, what is, old money, old miss, I mean, what is it about it? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm not into old men and... That type of thing. <laughs> you probably like old whiskey. No, you like old whiskey too much. You I like used old to. Money. I like old money. Money. So <laughs> I like any money, really. But yeah, but like money. I said, I don't have any. Um, so, uh, so in that regard, mm -hmm. I used to see this as more of a chore. This building that that we manage, right? Now I love it. I, I feel like I, I feel like a mother hen in a way. Like, do you, how do you feel in your when building? Did you turn the corner? You know, it was just in the last. Uh, probably in the last 18 months. Because I have seen you in the last, you gave me a tour about a year ago and you were a very proud mama. Yes. If it, had you caught me maybe six months earlier in that, maybe my frustration would have shown through, but. What changed? I don't know. And and we didn't, We it's it's not that we completed anything or did it, but something hit and struck. And maybe it's because you moved in. That's, that's a possibility, but I was already 
in love? I was already living there, but I mean, it was more, well, it was a love-hate relationship and it turned more into a love relationship. But I really feel like it's the, the, that this old building that we have some custodial responsibility mm -hmm. to to con continue its mission, what it was originally. So with all that fanfare, and we're mm -hmm. trying to make it alive again and make it a center of, maybe it's not a, you know, a Wall Street, mm -hmm. but, but more a center of the arts and, and something exciting for Little Rock. We only have one property that we manage and take care of. And we it's want it, and, and it's this one, and we want it to be the best that it can be. I think it's a big responsibility, especially when I read the history of it. It, I mean, I- Did it, your mother it, know it had that? History she, she did. You know, it's, this is funny. I, and she was pregnant with me in that building. She worked in that building. We have something in common. In 1977, I think. No, well, I was born in 1970, 1975. Because she wasn't, I don't know. So she got, she was working in that building, which is probably when she fell in love with it. Maybe, yeah. She was an accountant for I can't remember the name of the firm, but you uh, may have it. But. I probably do have it. <laughs> She would know. We can no. text her, but no. I think she's in a meeting. <laughs> but the bottom line is, um, yeah, she's always loved that building, I guess. I didn't know why she loved it. I didn't even know she was pregnant with me in it until so after were, they had bought you, it. She was pregnant with you when she worked in that building. That's correct. I was pregnant, and now you work for her. So listen to this, 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 That's this funny. synchronicity. I was pregnant with son Matthew <laughs> when I bought that building and started renovating it, and now he works in that building. Now, did, did Matthew try to get away from it? Well, sure. Because I did too. Well, sure. And that's he just came back a now year does ago. he really love it? Yes, he loves it. He's the one that got the grant exactly. from the Dreamland Barn. He loves it. So there's something about these prop again, you you're pulled to them and you're compelled to take care of them. I mean they're they're a piece of history, they're a piece of Little Rock, they're a piece of you. And eventually, as it's passed on, you've left this mark in a very short period of time on this building, yeah, right? It is kind of your legacy. It, a part of it is, yeah. Especially with it, to me, I mean, it being a city I love and a state that I love, I think we can leave something nice behind. We wouldn't even be talking about Judge Kavanaugh, who died probably 100 years ago if he hadn't renovated that building. So just think, 50 years from now, somebody will be sitting in a radio station talking about the Rawls family. <laughs> well, that would be cool. It would be cool. It went through lots of owners. It had uh, Judge Kavanaugh. Home Insurance Company, First Pyramid Life Insurance, Patrick Associates bought it, William Thomas bought it, CWR Farms bought it. They bought it for cheap because it because the, the value downtown went down. They bought it cheaper than than anybody else does. It went as high as $2 million and then went down as low as $500,000. And then your mother came in and bought it in 2005. She came back around to her love of that building. I should have her talk about how much she loves the building probably. Um, I was going to say, let's talk. She says, your mother, Barbara Yates, is a creative businesswoman. I've known her for a long time. And she describes the purchase and the project of restoring the Pyramid Place. And this is a quote. It's a threefold motivation to make money, save the building, and put something back into Little Rock. Well, I think she's accomplished all of those, uh, those three things so far. Mm-hmm. So now you're renting. And more. Oh yeah, she has. She's a very successful woman. So uh, you're now you're renting the space out. That's correct. So we we've done a we've always been renting it out, but we've uh, we built twenty one apartments. Twenty one. Twenty one starting in. Um, I moved back here late two thousand fourteen. So we started in two thousand fifteen, and we started leasing them in March of this year. 
So it's about a you two and a half. You mean you weren't leasing prior to March of this year? We weren't leasing apartments. Oh, no, you were renting. We, you were selling condos. Well, office space. We're not well. Okay, it's, tell us it's, what you're doing though. So what we're doing? Okay. We we've got a mixed use building, right? Okay. So we have art studios. We have retail. We have art studios. We have an art gallery presence. Um, and then we have office space from our third floor up through our seventh floor. And then eight, nine, ten, and the terrace level are all residential. Oh. So it's a it's 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 a it's mixed use. It's running all day. It's it's a really uh, and, we, and we have full service basement on top of that. So it's uh, we renovated the whole basement. We have a fitness studio down there, bicycle storage. We have regular storage. Um, our mechanicals down there, obviously, and then um, we, we we do have plans to put in a uh, a nice uh, wine cellar as well. You started doing Airbnb. Just could not do it, could you? Just had to get in there with everybody else. We did. It's been interesting. Tell uh, us about that. It's, it's been an adventure. It's fun. We've probably had 80 different uh, bookings since March. Uh, 80 Airbnb since March. 80 different, 80 different unique individuals have come through that building. Uh, the majority of them, obviously, from out of town. And uh, a lot of people love it. They say it reminds them of a big city. And uh, it's a good business also. Um, it's a great way to get your, your brand out. And so we started doing it because our website that we were having redone wasn't finished. And we had them ready to, to lease. So we were like, let's just put them on Airbnb and see what happens. And there was a there was a weekend in July where we had the 21st units, the what we call our terrace unit, which is a very large penthouse terrace that, that um, the owners use to stay in. How big is it? It's about, that? it's over 3,000 square feet. Yeah, it's very big. Um, but the other 20 were all full. At, at the same time on in, the seventh eighth ninth and tenth floor. on the seventh eighth and ninth ni eighth ninth and tenth oh, floor eight, yeah in in july for a weekend so between march nothing july all 20. Wow. we've been that busy. all airbnb no they, it's a mix so we have we have uh we have people with five-year lease that's going to purchase one at the end of the five years so you can sell them, lease them, or Airbnb them. Yeah, yeah, all of it. All of it. So we've got a great mix of of, of folks um, that stay with us, and we've we've had people that have been getting treatment at the hospitals, oh, or, yeah. or or children that are sick at children's. Um, and the, yeah, that's right. Um, and and I mean, people, you know, they've sold their houses, and need a place to stay as they figure out what they're going to do next. Um, obviously business travelers people on vacation you'd be surprised I, I don't know if i mean you're downtown but a lot of people come to little rock for vacation in what? the summertime yes we get a lot of vacationers and they what do they, and do? they they go to the central high museum oh, they go they to like the, museums. they go to the clinton library they go out to pinnacle they like to be outside even though it's hot in the summer but um we and they more museums they like to eat people like to come to little rock and eat downtown I was surprised by by how many people are on vacation, and we we have a we've got a, a good uh, group of airmen too that are that come into town to that come into the Air Force Base in Jacksonville to train, and and um, and they've been referring us, so we've got some of them that stay with us as well. And uh, a gentleman's coming over from France, actually, here uh, mid-September to stay for six meet months. Some really interesting people. We do, and that's part, maybe that's part of the reason I've. I'm falling more in love with this property is it's a con it's a 
conduit to meet lots of people and just hear all these different stories about what people are going. And you're touching a very important part of their lives. It's where they live, right? Mm -hmm. It's where they sleep, they stay. And so we, we want them to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with the offices too. In the art studios, we just want it to be a place you want to come. There's no, you know, you can just let it all go and you can either work, you can sleep, you can live, you can paint, you can sculpt. And it's, and the building has a great energy to it. It does. And the windows are so light. They're so open and airy, just like you were talking about. That's right. Lots of, lots of natural light. Lots of natural You can light. have natural air. We've got brand new mechanical. Air, that was a big deal. Air conditioning. Oh. We had an old two pipe system that ran, you know, water mm -hmm. on a loop from the second floor to the 10th floor of the building in two inch pipes. I mean, if you can imagine, that's a lot of water. So if one of those pipes has a problem, you've got a big problem. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we replaced all the mechanical in the building and, and it was, mm -hmm. it was a project, but now we could be sitting in here and it could be 65 and you could be next door and it could be 75, Perfect. which is awesome, I guess, for some people. So. Yeah, because I don't think men and women should really live together. <laughs> I really like it about 85. Grady likes it about 65. You're growing, growing spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I had a boss like you. I used girl, to, skinny girls are cold. I'm sorry. I used to... Uh, I used to hate going in her office because if I hot. had to shut the door, it was like 90 and it'd be like summertime and she'd have the heat coming out of her register. No, oh. no, that's too hot. It was right. warm. This is a great place to take a break. We come back, we'll continue our conversation with Creighton Rawls, owner and, oh, okay, I'm not supposed to say owner, I'm supposed to say overseer. You are owner, you're part of the family. Uh, the Pyramid Place in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. We'll talk about- it Depends the on who's listening. Okay, mom, don't listen. We'll talk about the retail space on the first floor, more specifically the art gallery and learn about the amenities of living downtown and last we'll talk razorback tailgating and his recently converted ambulance into a ambulance you heard me ambulance i love it but but first i want to remind everyone we're broadcasting live every friday afternoon at 2 p.m central time on both kabf 88.3 fm the voice of the people and flagandbanner.com's facebook page and that after one week of every show's airing a podcast is made available on all popular listening sites and youtube we'll be right back after the break Arkansas Flag and Banner is proud to underwrite Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. McCoy began this broadcast with the intention of offering a mentoring platform for those with an entrepreneurial spirit. Through candid conversations and interesting interviews with business and community-minded Arkansans, listeners gain insight into starting and running a business, the ups and downs of risk-taking, and the commonalities of successful people. Carrie McCoy, founder and president of Arkansas Flag and Banner, believes in paying knowledge and experience forward and developed this radio show as a means of doing so. The biographies, life experiences, and wisdom of her guests would likely go unheard if not for this venue. Rarely do people open up for an hour to an audience about their life mistakes, triumphs, and pitfalls. This unique radio show allows the listener intimate access into the stories of prominent leaders in our state. I'm Adrienne McNally, manager of the Arkansas Flag and Banner Showroom and Gift Shop, located on the first floor of the historic DeBorean Hall on the corner of 9th and State Streets in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. In business for 43 years, we offer an old school shopping experience with front door parking, clerks to help you, and department store variety. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5.30, and Saturday, 10 to 4. Boost morale and patriotism with a new flag or flagpole from ArkansasFlagandBanner.com. We have poles, hardware, accessories, maintenance support, installation, and custom flags. We have flags of all kinds for the sports enthusiast, 
the world traveler, or history buff, we have them all. Bring in your old flag and get $5 off a new one. Consult the experts at ArkansasFlagandBanner.com. Come shop our historic location at 800 West Knight Street in Little Rock or visit us online at FlagandBanner.com. FlagandBanner.com is proud to underwrite Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. This weekly radio show and podcast offers listeners firsthand insight into starting and running a business, plus the ups and downs of risk-taking and the commonalities of successful people shared in a conversational interview with Carrie. Along with this radio show, FlagandBanner.com publishes a free biannual magazine called Brave. First published in October of 2014, this magazine features every day's people's real stories of bravery. Its goal? To inspire you to celebrate your own bravery and challenge you to recognize it in others. The Department of Arkansas Heritage recognized Brave Magazine's documentation of American life and microfiches all editions for the Arkansas State Archives. Brave Magazine will be in your mailbox and hitting newsstands October 2018. Free subscriptions and advertising opportunities available at flagandbanner.com by selecting Magazine, where you can read previous stories and see a rate sheet. Thank you, Chris. You're listening uh, to Up In Your Business with me. I'm Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Creighton Rawls, owner and overseer of Pyramid Place in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. If you've got a question, you got about 15 minutes to make a comment on flagandbanner.com's Facebook page or write this number down and call. You need to call 501-433-0088. Give it again. 501-433-0088. And if you're shy, you can just creep on my weekly blog about life as a small business owner. Mother of four, wife to one, and uh, that blog is at flagandbanner.com. You can click on the word blog. And as I said earlier, you can always listen to all these podcasts. Before the break, we talked about uh, Creighton's responsibility to to uh, preserve the history and integrity of his pyramid place in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, and we talked about your family. Your sister, you work with your sister, too. She's got an art gallery. Oh, what is the, if people want to go look at your fabulous website. I was going to plug that. Yeah, let's do now it. Now that we're back. Yeah, let's do that. What is it? <laughs> it's www.residences221.com. And 221 is the, 221 is 221, the numbers. So residences221.com. Why is it not pyramid? We also have, have the same building. one. No, now the com. same one. It's pyramidbldg.com, but they yeah. go to the same site. Because I went to pyramid building and it with went, the building being abbreviated. That's correct. Pyramidbldg. Pyramidbldg.com or residences221.com. They go to the same. And why 2120? Was that the address on the? 221 is our address. Oh, you're. So our gallery is gallery 221. Residences 221. You know, I couldn't find out what the name of your gallery was on your website. You need to tell your guy. I looked all over and I was going to ask you, what's the name of the gallery? Gallery 221. It doesn't say it on your website. Well, we need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let me send you an email. No, you just did it like on the radio, so I'm pretty sure I can find it. Thanks. Oh, your sister's listening. She's going to go, what? Yeah. <laughs> or at least, now look. Let's just so be, let's so just... should I plug our web developer <laughs> now that we just mentioned that? So Hi, I Chris. should say that I'm not the best reader, so it could be my mistake, but I couldn't find it. Okay. And there's a lot of people out there like me. So uh, that was the first question. What's the name of the, what's the, name of the gallery? Gallery 2120. I love that. And your sister works there. And your mother's been collecting art for a thousand years. She's had like a warehouse full of art. Does she have a theme to the art she collects? 
Is there a genre? No, it's everything. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, she she's f focused in little in certain areas, I think, and uh, she she likes a lot of the WPA era art works. Um, that What's were, WPA? Uh, the Works Project Administration that was during the Great Depression. World War II? during the Great Depression. So um, a lot of artists were trained as part of the WPA program. So like, um, of course I'm blanking, but I mean, you'll see beautiful mur murals, you know, that were public works. Those were all done as part of the WPA oh, program. Yeah. We, we had somebody on the radio um, talking about those murals. The Chrysler Building is a good example. If mm -hmm. you go in the lobby of the Chrysler Building in New York City, the beautiful murals are all WPA pieces. Yes, which, which I think the government paid local artists to go around and paint these murals. And they did, to give them jobs. To give them jobs. And, 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 did they paint paintings? And they would train them, yes. And so she's got a lot of drawings and paintings and different things. And Did she they knows sketch out before they put it up or something. Well, there's some of that, and then there's also artists that just produce pure works of art. You know, fine art. Are Did, those expensive? Uh, I don't know. I don't buy them. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I yes, I mean some of them are depending on who the artist is. Uh -huh. um, and and uh, I think she's got a good, very good eye, and and um, she's done a lot of research and and so uh, it's a passion to, for. Her. It is a passion for her because she's an accountant. She is by training, yes, a very professionally. professional, <laughs> top quality accountant who's hired uh, and travels to do accounting work for big dogs. That was previous to uh, her her retiring. Yes, that no, was. So she's retired. She, well, she would. I'm not sure if she's really retired, yeah, but yeah. supposedly. So she did. She always know she wanted to collect this art, and I think she's known her entire life. So she's many, always loved art. How many pieces would you say you have? Oh man, I'd say ballpark. Between two and three thousand that she's wow. that how she's got rat hold somewhere. How, yeah. uh, how many well, are she on found display? the internet is the problem. Oh, how many are on display? <laughs> um, throughout the building, I would say there's probably between the gallery and other spaces at least a hundred pieces. So she decorates the property with her art. We especially uh, on the residences on the residence level, uh, less public areas. Otherwise, you gotta like kind of nail it down pretty good, <laughs> just in case, right? <laughs> but uh, it, it definitely complements the space well. And so, if you want to go buy some of her art, it's for sale. It's for sale. Everything, everything in the building's for sale. <laughs> I'm for sale. Yeah. But uh, right. uh, the the hours are the hours for the gallery are from eleven. Uh, to six Monday through Friday, and then by appointment, and and we'll any time we'll do an appointment and get some wine out for you, and you can look at. We've got multiple galleries, so we've got the gallery on the on the first floor, the retail, mm -hmm. and then we also have galleries up on the second floor with our art studios up there. And, and what's an art studio? You can come there and paint. Well, you can you rent studios, so we have a whole floor of art studios that are all rented. It's our best rental business that we do, and um, right now I'm working on two thirds of the third floor will also be art studios when I'm finished, and I've got three out of the fourteen pre-leased. Because the lighting's so good. The lighting's great, and I just don't think there's a structured environment for artists to come have a studio and and the setup that we have in Little Rock that I know of, and um, and it's a good community. I think they've. That they all know each other, kind they, of. In they so, feed off each other. Well, and they've been there a long time, and we we really we love our artists, uh, our art artist tenants. They're they're a big part of what we do, mm -hmm. and and um, I mean they're cr critical to what to to what we think that building's about and what we think that space is about, and we're big supporters of, of those tenants, and so we're we're actually going to 
do something pretty fun. I think it, hopefully it launches around January. I don't want to like. You're not going to tell me you're. Well, I kind of want to tell you, but I don't. I don't think I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I think it, well, it's more fun Jeez. to find the surprise, right? You can't. I can't. I can't say. It's gonna be. It, it will involve. Uh, it'll involve maybe beverages. <laughs> alcoholic, like, like alcoholic or morning beverages, and uh, maybe some food and things. And um, so the gallery space on the first floor is going to change a little bit. So the first floor's got an art gallery that's with, with art for sale that you can make appointments or go see from eleven to six most days. Your sister runs it. How often do they change the art up? Uh, she rotates it out. We have rotating shows once a month, so oh, we'll lot. change our we'll change our windows and and change out some of the artists. So you, can by and look in the windows. you can come out, look in the windows, come inside, chat with us. Um, and, and then there's a restaurant. Lisa's on the, there's a restaurant. There's a restaurant. So the there's a sushi restaurant, Hanaru Sushi Bar. Is that good? It's good. I love sushi. It's, okay. uh, Mr. Then, Yu's awesome. He actually owns that. So we're a horizontal property regime. So he's bought that condo unit there. Horizontal property regime. That's HPR for sure. I've never heard that term in my life. Which is how you can, you know, cut out portions of your building for sale if, you, if it's zoned that way. So it's a zoning thing. So he owns he owns Hanaru okay. and he owns that part of the building. We okay. also have a um, taco. It's called Wicked Taco Factory. Mm -hmm. WTF? I think it's kind of cute. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's a local couple. Are they still there? And uh, well, they're opening it. They're working on opening it. I'm hoping it's open in uh, about 90 days. But they have a contractor and getting the permits and doing all their so things. So they, the so they had a food truck and then oh now they got the they and then they decided that sorry my watch. So we turned your phone off, but we forgot to turn <laughs> yeah. your watch off. <laughs> Chris, Pro my goodness, get smart. Sorry. <laughs> get smart. I guess that's a whole joke. Nobody knows. I know who he is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Maxwell Smart? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you do know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he so, talked through his nose a lot, I think, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, on the first floor, we've got two restaurants. An two restaurants, gallery, an art gallery, and, a, uh, and, and a hopefully vault. A, and a vault. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, and some elevators. And some and three elevators. That's and, right. Okay, and then we go up to the and second, beautiful third, marble. We go up to the second, third floor. Second floor and third floor are all artist studios. Are all artist studios? That's correct. Fourth through seventh are all office space. That's correct. With mail shoots. Yeah, that's and right. Then, it still works. And then eighth, ninth, and tenth are uh, are uh, residents. But the Residences. tenth floor is almost all taken. That's correct. Two and thirds then, of the. Two, third, two of the penthouses, there's three penthouses, two are And then the top, top floor, because you're now calling it 11 floors, because on the top floor, you get a spa. We, we've got our out, yeah, we've got, got our, our patio space. out there, right? Mm -hmm. So we call that our rooftop terrace. So it's, it's uh, we got a hot tub up there, lounge area, um, full grill, full bathroom. It's really nice. Like tonight would be perfect to go up there and have a glass of wine or something. Why would tonight be perfect? The weather's great now. You know, it's cooling off finally in Why the evenings. Else? Else. Oh, it's a full moon. There you go. That was, that was like 14, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's softball. Yeah. You're the one who even told me that. I, I did. didn't even know. It'd be a beautiful night to. to so, okay, uh, from our we've rooftop. only got a few minutes. Okay. And I want to tell everybody just ambulance. real quick, we're just gonna, I'm just going to do a kind of a station to tell everybody you're listening to Up in Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy. And I'm speaking today with Creighton Rawls, owner and overseer of Pyramid Place in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. And we're going to now talk about your ambulance. You came to work for me and met my son who, uh, who, uh, wrapped your graphics wrapped your ambulance that you bought used and i almost broke your garage 
that's another story. And uh, <laughs> or either I almost broke your ambulance. I don't know which one. Uh, I think and we, we tied. I think we tied. So the ambulance, you bought it used. We did. The person who has no money has this crazy hobby. He goes out and buys ambulances and converted it into. Old ambulances tell, are cheap, by the are way. They really? Yeah. Okay. Tell and they don't run that. real well. Tell our listeners all about it. They're so not we, so it. this is pretty, it's a fun story. Uh, so my, I've got some buddies that we tailgate and go to Razorback games and all that. And, and one of them had seen an ambulance, a converted ambulance at a professional game i think maybe houston or something like that and so threw the idea out there and go hit craigslist and boom up in cabot there's an ambulance for sale so we go look at it and the bryant i think it was the bryant police department somebody had already had it and it tricked it out and made it like a surveillance vehicle so it had a, it, everything was up to date all the electrical was but they didn't drive it much so we buy this thing it's great and we're like, oh, let's take it to Fayetteville. This is probably three or four years ago. Get it up there. We're going to do all this great stuff to it. Well, we made it to Pottsville. <laughs> and it sat there for about six months because we were so busy, we couldn't go pick it up from the gentleman who fixed it for us mm -hmm. and take it the rest of the way to what, Fayetteville. What year is this? Animal? It's a 1994 F-350. Okay. So it's a 350 engine, I guess. I don't, I don't even know much about engines, oh but we, well, one of the great things about our tailgate is <laughs> we have an ambulance mechanic around. who's part of our crew, and so he takes care of it for us. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's the way I like so it. So we give, we, we, get, we give Sam tickets, and, and Sam makes sure that it makes it to the tailgate spot. Okay. We also broke down trying to go to the A&M game last year in Dallas. <laughs> okay, so then you get caught it back it to on fire. <laughs> and, and the fire department that what came part, out and oh, okay, some ahead. part of the, the uh, transmission. Okay. But the, the first responders that came out, they actually signed a Razorback flag for us and, and we've got it inside of the, the back. So it, it turned out to be kind of a fun story. And you're not allowed in Texas to own an ambulance and drive it around and impersonate an emergency vehicle. So we were fortunate that we never made it out of Oklahoma because we probably could have gotten in trouble down at Cowboy Stadium. Oh, like we, we found that out after the fact. So I don't know why it made it a blessing in disguise. You were impersonating. It's got a hog nose on the front, doesn't it? It it does. It's got well, it's got our hogged arteries. Is like our little group. What's it called? Hogged arteries. Hogged arteries. So they so they so I've got two two of the two of my uh, tailgate friends are um, Graham and uh, Keith are, are both architects, and so they were able to do the vector files and put together all this artwork for us that we were able to then send to y'all and make. I think y'all's job a little bit easier. What other puns are there? Hog arteries. There's other ones. There's hogged arteries, the ambulance. We the call ham it the ham van. And we draw a pretty good little crowd up in Fayetteville. So what's in it? You open the back? And what so happens? you open the back and it's we've repurposed all of the storage, obviously, for different tailgating things. So mm -hmm. whether it's cups or hats or jackets or... You sell uh, stuff? No, 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 just our things. You know, just it's got things. storage. Oh, you got to put all your personality. There's, there's a bar in there. There's TV, TV in there. The grill comes out. Do you have we've got two TVs, actually. We have a little satellite we put up on top to watch games. And, do you have a, oh, yeah. So you can and the guys next to us have the music. Music, so we don't we don't mess oh, yeah, with the same place you park every, every time. Every game. So we, you don't rent this thing out. No, we, well we haven't tried. I mean, maybe I somebody. Thought would you want to. rented it out no, for some reason. No. It's just your hobby. It's just a hobby. It's, it's an expensive, expensive hobby. hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> you owe me a Coke. Okay. Or Pepsi if it's University of Arkansas. They don't, okay. They don't serve Coke at the oh. stadium there. It's a big deal for some people. Uh, okay. So, uh, some people don't, you don't like even whiskey drink. with Pepsi. How can you stand to go up there and sit with all those people 
it's fun. I mean, we have a good time. It's 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 a family atmosphere. I mean, it, what's what's cool is a lot of people stop by. We got like the little what's that cornhole that we play, and like every, it's a place for people to stop by and have a good time, grab a bite to eat. Do you have a tailgating flagpole and flag that you bought from Arkansas Flag and Banner? You know, I've I've with a tire mount so you can roll your ambulance over it and I, hoist up your flagpole. And I flag. love buying flags from Arkansas Flag and Banner yes, so do. much that yes, we do have a hog darteries flag. We have a web. We have a Facebook page. Everybody. Okay. Give everybody contact information. We're running out. How do people... Do you want people to read about Hamulets? They can. It's on Facebook. We have our own Facebook. It's just the Hog Darteries Hamulets, I think. If you search for it on the internet, you'll find it. I think the guy set up a Twitter page. Maybe Instagram. I don't know. I just... That's beyond me, (laughs) right? And then if they want to come and rent or Airbnb from you or come to your art gallery, they go to... uh, Either pyramidbldg.com or residences221.com or Airbnb. They just... You know, search for residences 221. They'll find. What do you think is going to happen downtown? I think downtown is going to uh, be a thriving place, and, and I think it's already people getting, like you are going to make it that way. I think it's already there. I think it's just going to get better. Look, Chris, I do want to tell you though what? that the cherry on top of our project, mm-hmm. and this is not to like inflate your head, was our flag. Or our flags. Oh, so yeah, you put a big flagpole on top of the We put a big flag. Building. We put a 30 foot flagpole up on top of the building That's as right. our cherry on top. And it then y'all made us. And then y'all made us. So you've made hogged arteries flags for me. And also um, a pyramid place flag that flies with the federal flag and the state flag. And then for game days, we'll put the Razorback flag up there. Say, we, we flew it during uh, when the Omahogs were, were uh, in the College World Series. We flew it the whole time. What'd you call them? The Omahogs. That the, that's where they have the College World Series. So they call them Omahogs when oh, they go that. do that. The baseball team. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do I need to put this on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so everybody, if you're on Facebook, you see that we've all got hog notes. I can't. Oh, you can't get it on. I'm not you even got, sure how this works. You can't. You got too much stuff on your head. How's that? <laughs> there you go. The okay, y'all look way. so stupid. I'm not putting mine on. <laughs> oh, that's Come not very nice on. to say. Besides that, it's got tusks. These are male noses. Uh, that's not a good look. It's <laughs> not gonna happen. All right, look. Here's your gift for coming on with me today. Oh, that is so. Is this old merchandise? No. Brand new. <laughs> you tell everybody what it is. It's a car flag with Razorback. Facebook can see it. Oh, yeah. Facebook can see it. It's a Razorback flag, car well, flag. Thank you. You can put it on there. You are so I do want to I want to thank you all very much for the speaking of the ambulance from, from myself and the rest of our crew. Thank you very much. It is. It looks so cool. And without those graphics, it wouldn't it wouldn't be what it is. So without y'all doing that for us, we thought the university was going to find you. <laughs> I thought the university was going to find you. <laughs> well, they That's tried to. That's a whole other subject. <laughs> as long as we're not trying to sell anything with it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, That's the big deal. Go. There you go. That's Some, how you do it. Somebody, we saw another one in Fayetteville, and it had whatever their business was on the side of it. Oh, and, and they got trouble. a cease and desist or whatever, and yep. they had to sell it. You can't sell products. Yeah. Good. That's how you get around it. I was wondering yeah. how you were getting to do those play on words. Yeah. Chris, who's our guest next week? Michelle Town from Inviting Arkansas Magazine. That is a tough business. Mm-hmm. You have to go, you have to write all day long and put up your, make your magazine. And then all night you have to go to events, events, events and take pictures of people. That's a, you got to, she's a hard worker. Um, I wonder if the events get old after a while. You know they must. Like everything else you do. Everything does yeah. after a while. That's why I keep reinventing my job. That's why I started a radio show for years. That's smart. We didn't even talk about reinventing. About reinventing. I'll have to come back on. Okay. 
Sounds good. Every decade. Every decade. Well, you change every decade. <laughs> you do. You do. Chris, um, thanks for hosting with me today. Well, thank you. Thank you, Chris. You got it. You're great. If you have a great entrepreneurial story you'd like to share, I'd love to hear from you. Send a brief bio and your contact info to questions. That's questions with an S at upyourbusiness.org. And finally, to our listeners, thank you for spending time with me. If you think this program's been about you, you're right, but it's also been for me. Thank you for letting me fulfill my destiny. My hope today is that you've heard or learned something that's been inspiring or enlightening and that it, whatever it is, will help you up your business, your independence, or your life. I'm Carrie McCoy, and I'll see you next time on Up In Your Business. Until then, be brave and keep it up. You've been listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of FlagAndBanner.com. If you miss any part of the show or want to learn more about UIYB, go to FlagAndBanner.com and click on Radio Show. Or subscribe to her weekly podcast whenever, wherever you would like to listen. All interviews are recorded and posted the following week with links to resources you heard discussed on today's show. Carrie's goal? To help you live the American dream.